I'm Bridget Fettesee, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of June 28th to July 11th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Hope everybody made it through July 4th, and if you didn't, you're not watching this. (laughs) It's a dark joke. We're starting out fresh. Not to be controversial, but I love America. And I hope you enjoyed yourself with your family and your freedom locked up in whatever state you were in, experiencing the plethora of fireworks that occurred by a pent-up America until 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was crazy. It, was not, it started at like 6 o'clock in the evening and I just know. went on for six or I seven know, hours. I know. nuts. And then people online were like, it's always like this in LA. I'm like, no, no it's, not. it's not. I've lived in LA for 15 years. It's never this been like this never ever. happened. I want to address yeah. something. We normally fact check everything in advance. And then the things that we don't fact check, we generally catch. And then the things that we don't catch, we rely on you commenters in the YouTube. (laughs) Apparently, you're all linguistic experts. I never would have known this because I made a joke last week or two weeks ago about how English is a romance language. And in the middle of making that joke, I was like, is it? And I didn't say this out loud. And I should have because then I would have fact checked it and realized that it's not, in fact, a romance language. So I just would like to acknowledge I stand corrected. Thank you, actually, boys, in my mentions. And um, we here at Fetacy take responsibility when we're wrong. <laughs> Although it wouldn't have made the joke as funny. English so. is a Germanic language. Thank you, everyone who had to tell us that. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. And by everyone, I mean every one of you in the comments. It's also a friendly reminder not to take us seriously. And this is why. Because we don't even know English is not a romance language. <laughs> Troll in chief. Trump tweets video of old people shouting white power. I'm getting rid of this category. <laughs> I'm done with it. This category and this president are dead to me now. He gets too much attention. Yep. I'm retiring it. I'm retiring Troll in Chief. The whole reason he got up to the tops of our country and is standing, leading our nation to greatness <laughs> is because he trolled his way to the top. And me acknowledging that every week only gives this tiny penis man more power. <laughs> Our president's name shall never be uttered from my lips again. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Just watch me. Okay. And then in Dumpster Fire for President, Kanye announces he's running for president. Uh, I shouldn't even be making fun of Kanye. A, because... We all knew this was coming. I predicted this. Where else are we going to go after Trump? Ugh. <laughs> that wasn't even a joke that I was trying to make. I'm just that much of a moron. Because where do we go after he who shall not be named? But Kanye. It's United States of Entertainment. This is where we are now. No one wants boring old sleepy Joe Biden. They want to be entertained. Are you not entertained?
Also, he's mentally ill. (laughs) And we shouldn't be making fun of Kanye. As I said two weeks ago, I'm getting uncomfortable with this show because it's mostly me making fun of mentally ill people, myself included, which I'm fine with making fun of myself, but not all of the other people losing their minds. And Kanye is clearly off his meds. I know. It's like, who's his wife that's letting them him run for president? Kim Kardashian's his wife, <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> never heard of her. She's another one whose name shall never pass these lips. Elon Musk backed him. Ah, uh, which is crazy. It was on the 4th of July because, of course, Kanye has to make America's birthday all about him. Trying to outdo he shall, who shall not be named. And I was laughing that it's nothing says America like being trolled by two billionaires <laughs> on Twitter.com. Capitalism always wins. Kaepernick teams up with Disney to prove that capitalism is undefeated. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's, it's Kaepernick. 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 It looks like a Kaepernick. Kaepernick. <laughs> we have such a knowledgeable team <laughs> of writers. Sam's. Sam doesn't do sports. <laughs> All those home runs in football. <laughs> Sam, you love sports. I love sports. And you love football. Yeah, this fucking guy. <sighs> Kaepernick. <laughs> she. This is legitimate. Sam does not know how to pronounce his name. Ka- Ka- Kaepernick. I just get so sick of the people who are telling me that they're oppressed in this system that's held them down. They have fucking millions of dollars. No, I don't have millions of dollars. <laughs> They're up there. What? And and I'm supposed to be apologizing, but I'm sorry. I wasn't the one who gave you permission to go be successful. You just did that on your own. I hate this whole concept of white fragility because it totally erases progress. It erases agency and it erases and denies any sort of success anybody's had. Anyone who's possibly lifted themselves up and made something of themselves like that was just like by the grace of some white people's allowing it it's not i i just can't buy that Mm -hmm. mentality i don't understand it either it does it doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. like hey i'm so oppressed by the way check out my deal with disney plus i don't have a deal with disney plus huh Meghan Markle and Colin Kaepernick, where's my Disney Plus deal? But good for them. I'm excited they have deals. But, like, if this was truly a system in which only white people survived and made money and stood at the top, I wouldn't be sweating my ass off in this shithole right now. I mean, it's a lovely shithole, but it is a shithole. (laughs) (laughs) And then, in a stunning development, money can actually buy happiness. Yeah, no shit. We all knew that. Saying money can't buy happiness is something that rich people say to keep everybody else poor. It's also something that poor people tell themselves to get through the day. This is like when a bride says, rain on her wedding day is good luck. It's just bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. And we all know money makes everything better and people happy. And that's why I've been telling you people to make me rich. So I can buy my happiness. <laughs> and Maggie's happiness and Sam's happiness. That's right. Proof we're living in a simulation. Sex robots can now have mood swings. Who wants that shit? I know, right? What Doesn't that defeat the, the point? Yeah, what's the fucking point of having a sex bot if it's going to have mood swings? I thought the whole point was so you could just, like, 
have sex with it and not have to hear it talk or complain or ask, tell it about your dreams in the morning. Or worry about <laughs> your its feelings. But I guess according to when Sam and I went down to Real Doll, that's not really why most people get them. They get them for companionship. Which is really sad. Couch buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need a service robot. They want them to be kind of psycho. Which proves my point that all men love psychos. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the concept of an external womb. Yeah, it's what, just the concept. In? There's a video going around. You can grow a baby in your living room. Oh, God. So creepy. You feed it through a tube? Yeah, it's weird. They do it with sheep already. They just haven't tested it on humans yet. <laughs> just imagine the point we're going to get to where you're sitting with your mood-swinging sex bot on the couch and growing a baby in your living room together. <laughs> and she's blaming her pregnancy <laughs> hormones for why she's so psycho. <laughs> None of this is real. No. But it's also the future. Anything you can imagine, anything you would come up with as satire or parody or science fiction, other than apparently flying cars, because we still haven't managed to figure that one out, any other thing, it's coming. Yeah. Any Black Mirror episode that you could conceive of will probably be real within the next 20 to 50 years. And you know your nemesis is working on a flying car. <laughs> but you will never buy a flying car if it's made by Elon Just Musk. Such a fucking dick, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, Elon, I support this. You fucking dicks. Because it's all a joke to them. Because they don't give a shit. They're rich. Right. They don't have to worry. Touch my bells and buttons. Like, subscribe, comment, touch my bells and buttons. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Write my number in stalls across America. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. The patriarchy is so crafty. <laughs> That was my song for the death of acting. <laughs> Halle Berry pulls out. Sam, <laughs> get a hold of yourself. Dad a transgender Sam. film role after backlash. Maybe she was appropriate for that role after all. <laughs> I don't get it. Because <laughs> she pulled out. <laughs> that was like an even worse dad joke than Sam. Dumpster diving. <laughs> Did we say? <laughs> we didn't even say no, the name of We totally skipped Halle Berry. It's probably I think for the that's best. Fine. Yeah. I think that's fine. Oh, uh, anyway, it's the death of acting. Whatever. Moving on right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> dumpster diving. What's next in the dumpster? Pregnant woman allergic to bees dumps 10,000 of them on her belly for a photo op. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. Huh? <laughs> Why? 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 For the gram. Because <laughs> everybody's obsessed with doing it for the gram. Whatever it is. Just the narcissistic personality disorders on display. Imagine. Just... 
getting in front of that camera and working it and trying to get attention, doing whatever ridiculous thing that you can in order to do so, and like putting bees on your pregnant belly. I'm going to put bees (laughs) on my boobs. Next week, it'll just be me with like bees. You'll have boobies. She wears like a shirt of bees. (laughs) Sam. Boobies. Sam. I hate you so much. I hate you so much, Sam. No, I don't understand how... What is the thinking behind this? She's allergic to bees. What if she got stung and needed like to get an EpiPen stabbed into her? Isn't that not good for the baby? It doesn't matter. That baby's going to be fucked in the head anyway. <laughs> I might as well get the same therapist as Elon Musk. <laughs> I should just start therapy for all these fucked up kids whose parents are obsessed with themselves on Instagram. Mm-hmm. According to the article, too, her, her, the woman was like, I consulted my doctor and was told that it was safe. Oh, I would love to have been a fly on the wall for that conversation. Um, hi. Yeah, doctor. Um, it's cool if I, you know, put the queen bee in a cage on my belly and then uh, attract like 10,000 bees to my pregnant stomach, right? And the doctor's like, you know you're allergic to bees, right? A, and B, why the fuck would you want to do that anyway, <laughs> pregnant or not? The internet was a huge mistake. People like her... Or me, really, should not exist. (laughs) We should all go home now. Wrap it up. Sign out. Go into your communities and beautify things. That's what I'm going to do right after I shoot this. (laughs) I don't understand the world anymore. It's the death of common I'm like an old lady on my yard. You know, like, get off my yard. It's lawn, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too poor to have a lawn. You do. You just have a yard. Yeah. (laughs) Bonds are for rich people. Coconut milk produced with monkey labor removed from UK stores. This is the power of the pussy at work. (laughs) The only reason this was even a thing is because, um, what's his name? Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Glad he survived survived coronavirus. Uh, His new wife. Is it his wife or girlfriend? I don't know. I didn't look. The lady friend. His lady was outraged when she found out about this monkey workforce (laughs) gathering coconuts. Yeah, they climb up the trees and make them harvest coconuts. I'm like, that's what monkeys do. Yeah, I love how it's okay that my sneakers were stitched by orphans in a third world. And it's not okay that monkeys were gathering coconuts. That's what monkeys do. The monkey was probably more than elated to go gather coconuts for its slave masters. <laughs> Can't say masters anymore. Can't say slave either. For its employers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the monkeys weren't being paid. They were probably being paid in coconuts. Maybe they were being paid in love. I think they had like chains around their necks. <laughs> Oregon man driving stolen car crashes into woman driving another stolen car. This was the cutest rom-com idea. What Such a f- great meet cute. Yeah. These two freaking hooligans stealing their cars, crashing into each other. Right. I kind of want to write it. Do They're it. both like, are you an Antifa? No way. The 
That's so cool. I'm Chaz. My pronouns are they, them, there. And she's like, no way. My name is Chop and my pronouns are they, them, there too. And we can totally go on a date, except we can't spend any money because we don't believe in capitalism. So let's figure out how to get out of this stolen car situation. <laughs> and once we do, we'll have little babies who are going to rebel and they're going to become DA agents or lawyers because we're so irresponsible. Seems like a good concept. Right? I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> That's my movie pitch. I really want to make this movie. Well, for that, get out of here. That comes after <laughs> canceled the awakening because that's the that's what we've got to write next. Uh, maybe they'll be the primary people. There'll be some ancillary cap characters in them. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> they should, we can incorporate them into yes. the musical. Oh, I like it's that. It's a love idea. story. Homeless man can be seen taking a dump <laughs> behind a new live news broadcast. This is the craziest. That I've seen all week. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> but it's so L.A. I mean, I've seen so many dumps taken in my time here. Moving on to what is happening. Japan reopens theme parks with new rule to not scream. Instead, they urge customers to scream in their hearts. <laughs> this reminds me of like an extra episode of that song that Sam and I, the jingle we did ages ago. Oh, yeah. And it was like, spare me my life. Put spare me my God. Stay, stay inside, inside the house. house. Scream in your heart. <laughs> Scream in your heart. Scream in your heart. That's not to be stereotypical, but so Japanese. I know. It just seems like a culture that internalizes a lot of emotions. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes sense. Although screaming inside my heart is what I've been doing throughout this entire pandemic. Scream inside your heart should be the slogan of this entire 2020. <laughs> it should be like 2020's tagline. <laughs> I really wanted to address something, though. There are a lot of videos of people having adult tantrums all over America in grocery stores, which is something that toddlers do. I'm not going to show any of them because I'm not giving any of these people attention, the attention they crave. This is embarrassing. You are a grown adult. You have to wear a shirt when you go into certain places of business. No shirt, no shoes, no service. They have that right. So get over your freaking self and put a mask on. You absolute fucking lunatics who feel like you should be able to throw a tantrum like a toddler because you don't get your way. I'm sorry. Like, you don't get to say... Businesses get to do whatever they want to do because it's a private business and be all for the free markets and then have a fucking crybaby panic attack because you have to wear a mask in a place of business where they're asking you to do so. Knock it off. It's embarrassing. Those videos are going to live forever and you are going to be an old person with that out there wondering what the fuck was wrong with you. And if you aren't, you should be, you should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. How dare you? America is a dumpster fire, man. America is its own dumpster fire. It really is. We lit ourselves on fire and now it's just watching us burn. Yeah. If I was China, I'd just be sitting back like, what? Enjoying uh, the glow of the flames. <laughs> uh, 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 look at the Lazi Sanghua. <laughs> <laughs> Lazi Xianghua. 
All right. <laughs> and in more uplifting news, activists set up guillotine outside DC home of Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. I love this because I feel so many different ways about it. Mm-hmm. Like on the one hand, he might be worth like $200 billion next month, which is insane. I'm like, this is an outrage. No one should be worth this much. And then I'll purchase my third Amazon thing and, you know, order in the day. Like, yeah. this is why he's rich. Yeah. And what's funny, too, about this is I bet they got that guillotine from Amazon. <laughs> Where else are you going to get a guillotine these days? I don't know. What, are you going to make one from the hardware store that Amazon put out of business? No. <laughs> they don't exist. So, granted, perhaps he has too much power and money and should be paying his employees, get your shit together. You should at least be paying your workers fair wages and not slave conditions and give them health insurance, you piece of shit, Jeff Bezos. Burn it all down! <laughs> People are revolution. The French Revolution was the original cancel culture. <laughs> it really was. Mm-hmm. First it was the nobles, and then they just started chopping each other's heads off. Yep. <laughs> That's the thing that they don't understand about that whole guillotine is that one day the guillotine is going to come for them. Yeah, the guillotine gets turned on you real fast. Yeah. Moving on to Parade of Morons. Protesters mock police as uneducated, call black cops Black Judas, and oh, what the fuck is he wearing? <laughs> this is what happens when everyone in America gets participation trophies. You create a nation of entitled little shits who don't understand how good they have it and can't possibly conceive of the fact that what they're doing is actually, in fact, racist and elitist. You don't even have a college education to be out here making demands about the people. You can't even read a fucking history book. Talking down to people who didn't go to college. And also, you're telling a black cop, calling him Black Judas, because he doesn't believe the same things you believe, basically. You're like the fucking Black Judas. You learned in your fancy college basically to be a bigot and to tell a black man who doesn't agree with you that he's black Judas. That he's wrong and that he doesn't fit and that he's a traitor. your idea of him is supposed to be. Yeah. You fucking maniacs. Do you not hear yourselves? It's like more bigoted and racist than anything I could conceive of in my worst imaginations of this because it's them thinking this is progress. It's it's shady bigotry. That's the whole weird thing about this kind of racism. It's like the whole white fragility in the left. And it's a weird kind of racism that's like subterfuge. I don't like it. And I'm going to call it out. And by the way, where the fuck did you get that tutu? And why is everybody talking like this all the time? Prancing around. Burn it all down. <laughs> oh, no. Sam, we've lost Sam. Sam's gotten there too. We're kind of screwed. Yeah, if we lose Sam, dad joke. Sam is turned to the dark side. <laughs> Burn it all. Down. No, Sam. <laughs> Stay to the light, Sam. Look, I'll give you something to be optimistic about. Americans have shown a astonishing amount of restraint given 
how childish and ridiculous everyone's behaving. You know, if this was actually a fascist dictatorship, that person would have been disappeared or they'd be using live rounds. And we certainly wouldn't be watching these videos on the very free internet that we have in which we get to see everything and everyone behaving like childish, spoiled little babies who don't understand and appreciate that this is still some of the greatest times to be alive in the history of mankind. And also... There's a lot of guns in America, and for the most part, there's some increasing violence, but for the most part, I do think that people are... People have been pretty... People are restraining themselves, and I urge you to consider continuing that kind of self-restraint, those of you who might be on the edge. (laughs) (laughs) And have a lot of guns. Just stay in your bunker. And then we have sprained my eyes. Cities are sexist. This woman, she wrote, toxic masculinity is built into the fabric of our urban spaces. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. I just, I, they've created a whole economy. Yeah. All the people in the gender and the, like, all these studies, fat studies, the grievance studies, as they're called, they've created an entire economy for themselves of writing about this and writing papers and giving themselves jobs. And, and it's based on problematizing everything. And for more on that, you should definitely read Helen Pluckrose and James Lindsay's new book that's coming out because they break it down and they've been doing tons of research on this and everything is problematic. And then we have Prince Harry is still being held hostage. Prince Harry is annoying me every day more and more. Somehow he's getting more annoying. Imagine being a prince and telling everyone to check their privilege. (laughs) Yeah. I think so many people have have done such an amazing, incredible job of acknowledging the past and trying to right those wrongs. But I think we all acknowledge on here that there is so much more still to do. And then I love the way that in this video, Megan's just staring at him. And it reminded me of when I would do this joke about how men love blowjobs more than they love you. And the women are always like looking at their mates or their lovers. Like, I dare you to laugh. I dare you to laugh at that joke <laughs> it's true though it is true <laughs> my lord could you please give me a blowjob <laughs> wouldn't it be my lady no she's the she's lord the now lord. oh okay I she's taken over this week i want to promote my friends so a lot of my friends are working comedians and they're not working right now if you want to help support a working comedian my friend dave yates is a touring stand-up comic and he happens to make and sell hot sauce and i happen to be addicted to this shit. I put it on eggs i put it on chips i put it on everything i can possibly put it on it's called ha ha hot sauce See what he did there? It has a great combination of flavor and heat. Orange, pear, apple cider vinegar are some of the base ingredients. He uses a Carolina Reaper, which gives it that nice heat on the back end. It's a nice, consistent burn. The product is always consistent. I freaking love it on everything. It makes everything better. So with a lot of comedians not working right now, as I mentioned, please Buy some hot sauce. He's found a way to stay afloat in a very unique way. I appreciate the hustle and I appreciate him. So go to hahahotsauce.com and order and follow him on social media. And the great thing about this too is that the shipping rate is flat. So get a bunch because it doesn't really matter. Hmm. So it'll be who you to buy more than one. Okay. 
Thanks, Dave. And in breaking Bridget, the problematization of everything. <laughs> everything is breaking my brain. The problematization of everything is breaking me. You're going to cancel superheroes. Superheroes were probably, I'm not exactly sure, will fact check it, invented to help people get through hard times. I thought they came about around the Great Depression. I don't know. I, you again, might be right. could be wrong. But there's something that we escape in. It's something that gives us the idea that somebody is a hero who can come save us, even if that's a lie. It's sometimes helpful to believe that in times like this. And I don't think of superheroes as cops. Nobody thinks of superheroes as cops. Who thinks like that? I've been making this joke for five or six years now about how I'm not going to wait for some white man to tell me when I can cross the street because <laughs> I never wait for, <laughs> for the crosswalk to turn. And I actually didn't think that joke would become a serious article in which somebody broke this down, the inherent racism of the crosswalk. Of the crosswalk man. Yeah. It's sexist too. I mean, every you can find a problem in anything. What kind of life is that? There, First of all, real problems that we can address. But this is just people trying with their gender studies degree to look for a problem in everything because they can't go fix an actual problem like sewage or like homelessness. And so they have to make some problem up that's not even real. A real problem. This is how spoiled we are. Uh-huh. And it breaks me every time to see this because we are just so spoiled. We're the most spoiled people ever to walk the face of the earth. We really are. Imagine just making problems up to have problems. Our and then they'll be like, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm like, from what? Yelling on the internet? Tweeting? What are you fucking tired from? You're exhausting yourself. The other thing that's breaking me is that everybody's lying from top to bottom. Uh, everybody. Our politicians, our media, everything is an abject failure, our our institutions are crumbling. Our buildings and roads are crumbling. Our our statues are coming down. And people want to tear up the Constitution. And nobody's de-escalating the situation. And um, there's a pandemic that's raging out of control that half the country doesn't even believe is real. And the other half is completely terrified of. So, yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Like, when you really look at it, it's fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I feel... Just triggered like a child in a minivan when her parents get into a fight and they're screaming at each other and they're driving on an intersection getting into Washington, D.C. And they start yelling and telling that they're going to get divorced and you can't do anything about it. You're just the kid in the van crying or trying not to cry and there's nothing you can do. I'm just the oldest kid trying to comfort my siblings. That's what dumpster fire is. (laughs) That was an oddly specific metaphor, Bridget. (laughs) Very specific. (laughs) And I feel helpless. This is all I can do. And I think a lot of people feel helpless. And as I've said many times, there's a lot of good to be looking at, like the amount of self-restraint that many people are exhibiting. (laughs) And there's a lot of good being done. And there's a lot of good things that happen on Phetasy.com where people cheer each other up and have very respectful conversations and post recipes and art we are here to make fun of it all it is dark there's really no way around that but in the midst of it all there's a lot of beauty and so yeah there's also a lot of humor which we will show you some of in the internet is glorious some of our favorite clips from the internet hey excuse me sir do you know where the cameras are oh yeah come over here okay 
Hey, what? Hey, where the cameras? What the? F hey, what? I'm trying to look for the cameras. Where the cameras at? Tell me where the. Right here, sir. Okay, thank you. Of course. Amala, put it back. Put the snacks back in the cabinet, Amala. Oh, you sleep? Yeah, I see you. Infercy News. So we had an amazing podcast with Abigail Schreier two weeks ago, and she came on to talk about her book, Irreversible Damage. And then we had Chloe Valdery this past week. She uh, She's a repeat guest and just amazing. And if you need something positive, listen to this episode because Chloe is a being of light and love. I also had an article, What We Need is Social Media Distancing in Spectator. It's now online. I want to thank our subscribers, our patrons, you, our actually guys, our supporters. We love that you subscribe and like and comment. And although we will be roasting you for it as you roast us, this is a give and take relationship. <laughs> I love you. Send us your questions. Send us any articles that you think we might have to Weekly dumpsterfire at gmail.com. We have merch at bridgetfetacy.com. Note, when you send us emails about where's your fucking merch or rudely asking where's my shit, we get those emails. <laughs> They're not going to some person that you shouldn't be talking to like that anyway. You're talking to us. And in particular, Sammy Flaps and Folds. So don't be freaking mean when you're asking where your stuff is. Everything's backed up a little because of the pandemic. Fetacy.com is where you can join and see the unedited dumpster fire. And you can join our tribe, our fam. We have book clubs. We work out. We keep each other positive. We work on our goals. Also, support us because we're out here taking hits for you, especially so I can pay Sammy Flaps and Folds and Cousin Maggie because they're my employees, a.k.a. slaves. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nemesis. Is. <laughs> so thank you to the dogs. You provide endless entertainment and love, unconditional. Thank you to Sam and Maggie. I cannot do this without you. Thank you. Thank you to Zen Pro Audio for the mic. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of the research. Thank you for touching my bells and buttons and telling your friends and liking, subscribing, and commenting. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of June 28th to July 11th. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich.